This is the MDRT Podcast. If someone came in and looked at your practice, do you think they would find any areas for improvement? During a recent conversation at MDRT headquarters, Danny O'Connell, Dallas, Texas, and Clay Gillespie, Vancouver, Canada, discuss why they've employed coaches to help their businesses and how that guidance has improved the practice. I decided to use a coach probably five years ago to give myself more accountability. Uh, People always think coaches should be used to teach them something. I use the coach to help me do what I do better so they would help me refocus and ask me the questions, why do you want to do that? What result will it happen to be? So the coach for me is keeping me honest. You're set the quarterly calls with them. You have homework to do and it allows you to keep building your business because he's always asking questions about your business and quite frankly they're asking you the questions that you posed and so they're not trying to tell you what to do they're trying to get the answer out of you because in most of us the answer is already with us we just haven't thought about it enough so the coach has allowed me to focus allowed I have my team involved in it when picking a coach you have to have somebody that you have a relationship with because you got to get along with this person and if you don't like their style or you don't like how they do it or don't like their methodology then it's a problem like I looked at some coaches and they had some type of process they went through so you had to do all this then do something else and it was all about just getting through their process and this is what you should do and I found that very constraining rather than you're a coach that went and did things the way I needed them to and adapted to what was my issues rather than having some can program so a lot of the coaches out there They keep talking about this process they put people through, but it's their process and it doesn't fit everybody. Some people really like that because it's all set out with the forms, the charts, all those kind of things. I found it very constraining. So I found a coach that would work with me more on my terms rather than whatever their process was. It's hard to tell if it's working because you continually work on your business. I can tell you why I wanted a coach is because when you get to a certain level in your career, nobody questions you anymore. And so at our firm, I'm the managing director of the firm, so I say something, it's like, well, that's the truth. Well, no, I know as little as everybody else does. And and so the where the coach came in for me was to make sure I was accountable and somebody asked me questions on stuff I did. It's hard for me to say what it actually helped other than a bunch of stuff I was trying to accomplish in my practice started to happen because we had an agenda. I'll give you the perfect example. In my team, everybody knows what they're doing in the team but not all of it was written down. And so it was kind of like we passed down knowledge by chanting around a fire at night. But if one staff member left, or more importantly, if you were trying to make a change to your process, if it was never written down, it was almost impossible to change because it was ingrained in your culture. So unless you write something down and everybody knows what's going on in your business, you can't change it. But if it's all written down, then you can change it, you can document it, and people can go through with it. I never had that. So one of the things the coach did was work with me, work with the staff. So we put the processes down in paper, And when we went through it, of course, we went, well, that doesn't work. So there was a whole bunch of things that were beneficial from it that I didn't even think ahead of time. But if I had never used the coach, it would have been just some kind of, yeah, here's our process, write it down. But he made us go through the exact same thing. Why actually do you do that? I don't know. And so it it helped tremendously just by somebody kept asking, well, why do you do that? And so that was the process I had about documenting a lot of what I say in my first meeting, what I say in the second meeting, what documentation goes out how the staff interact, when they call, when this goes out. So we were able to document all that to a much greater degree. And the documentation led to changing of the strategy because he kept asking, well, why? And so that was quite helpful. 
I believe self-awareness is one of the hardest things for any of us. We all believe we're the best, we're the top, but sometimes we realize that we need something else in our lives or we're missing the mark somewhere. I think a lot of times people hire a coach in that instance, and then you kind of find all the other areas that you really needed to be better in or improve. And I've worked with coaches and good coaches are going to be able to help you in a number of different ways. They're not just a rah-rah type person, but they hold you accountable. As I started my own agency, one of the important things to me was really the financial aspect, the projections, the budgeting, knowing how much I should be spending in certain areas on marketing or on staff, things of that nature. So I worked with somebody to really put together a good set of financials, be able to go to my accountant, my bookkeeper, my CPA, say, this is where we need to be. And each month we need to be sure that we're hitting the mark. As we continue to grow, it's then really keeping ourselves accountable that we are doing the things that we are absolute best at. You know, how much time are you spending filling out a paper application that you can hand off to an hourly staff member or someone who's really there to support you and do an administrative function instead of taking up your time? So it's key that you're doing the best things uh, that you're best at and focusing the majority of your time there. Having a coach when you reach a certain level can really help you get to the next level and not just letting you be happy where you are, but really helping you grow as an individual, a practice, a person, and, and help more clients. How do you find the right person to help with that? MDRT does a tremendous job at annual meetings of having different vendors in there. And over the years, you get to know them and you may work with one here or there and kind of get to know them as an individual and, and network with them at events. And different coaches will have different styles. Some of them may be better in different areas. So it's kind of aligning what it is that you need, what you're looking for, what type of personality you work best with, and, and really almost interviewing those people. And it's okay if it takes a year, 18 months to find that person. You know, you want to be sure that you're finding the right fit because this person is ideally helping mold your business for the next five to 10 years and helping to shape you as an individual. Well, I think the problem with coaching is it can come in many different forms. And so there's people at our offices that have went through two, three different coaches because they were thinking that a coach was there to tell them what to do. And so when the coach came in to help them with their business, they just wanted them to be told, well, this is what you're doing, this is what you should do. So they were looking for something other than a coach. And so the thing you have to go into is realize what a coach is there to do with you and not expect the coach to be the one who has all the answers because that's not what a coach is there for you to do. That's the first part. The second part I see is some people don't want coaches because they're afraid of somebody looking at their practice. So they're afraid that somebody's going to see something in a way that would make them feel bad or make them feel that they're not doing a very good job or they're not organized. And that's the reason you get a coach is to help you clean up all those things going on in your business. So you can't be afraid of somebody looking into your business because that's what makes you stronger. But I think some people are just worried about what people are going to think of them so they avoid a coach. You always want to be evaluating where you are to see that you're making progress. I would say if it's not working out, don't be afraid to fire the coach. However, you also have to look at yourself and see, was it the coach? Was it the personalities? Was it me? A good coach is going to get you out of your comfort zone 
And if you have anxiety about someone looking at your practice, that's probably a good thing because that means that there's tremendous area of opportunity for growth there and for somebody to help you. Was there anything the coach discovered that surprised you? Lots of little things, nothing major. Uh, It's just when we were going through all our processes and going through all those various things, we found out stuff that made no sense and we were doing it just because we've always done it that way. And so where a coach has just allowed you to examine your practice and going, boy, we're spending a lot of time on something that actually is not doing what we wanted to do. So a bunch of little things, but nothing major. I I don't think a coach is typically going to find something major. You're using it to fine-tune your organization, so it's it's tougher for them to sign up. This aha moment, it's just a thousand little things. When somebody sends out a form, they didn't email somebody else, so the other person's sending out the form because there was no documentation. Or we're sending, we got, we, three people are doing it, or this person didn't know that that person was actually doing it, that kind of stuff. So, you know, we were just doing stuff that didn't, we were actually doing the job twice. You know, in some cases, we weren't doing the job because somebody didn't tell that person that, that we were supposed to do. So, those kind of things, they help fine tune a lot of your business practices. Yeah, to Clay's point, you are going to know your business and your model and your clients better than a coach is. They're not just going to do this aha. They're there to help keep you accountable and make you more efficient. And the key in that relationship is once you decide that you are going to change a process or do something differently, it's having that accountability to be sure that you now turn this into a regular habit. You, know, you don't just do it for a week and abandon it, but you're reviewing it and being sure that you're following through those steps that you've decided to, to change. Yeah, I've skipped meetings with my coach, and I've said, wow, I can't meet you because I'm busy. And the reason I had changed the call is because I wasn't done what I was supposed to be done. And so it doesn't matter to him if I don't do it, but that they put some accountability to you. We all play those games. That's the end of this month's episode. If you want to subscribe, you can find us on iTunes at MDRT Podcast. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.